Hello podcasters, welcome to my little podcasting corner, from where I can join you in your podcasting adventures and from where I can share mine. This is Adventures in Podcasting. Hello podcasters and welcome to episode 10, which is always a milestone of Adventures in Podcasting. I'm Pilar Orti, your host. Now, when I started this show, I was determined to make these episodes short and the last one was half an hour. So (laughs) there we go. I will try to keep this one shorter. And the reason why I want to try and keep them shorter is... One, as something for me to do, because I find it quite hard, as you can see. And the other, because I know that there's so many podcasts out there now that if if you, my dear listener, are like me, you probably want to listen to lots of different shows. So I'm just giving you a little bit more time. So today I'm basically going to comment on three articles that I've come across and then just some updates, some personal updates on how we're getting on with Gastro Nostalgia. And the first piece of news or things that's going on is that YouTube looks like they're going to be going into podcasting in some way, in some shape or form. So as you know, YouTube is owned by Google and Google has Google Podcasts. However, YouTube is hiring its first executive focused solely on podcasts. So what's going to happen there? We know that many podcasters host their shows also on YouTube, mainly by just sending the file or through their podcast host, through the media host, or maybe even just uploading it and putting a static image. Because although I rarely use YouTube, and only very specifically when I'm looking to find out how bits of software work or if I have a problem, there are many people who listen to podcasts, to only uh, audio-only podcasts on YouTube already. And there must be more than we <laughs> thought there were because they're going to start now something around podcasts in YouTube. So let's watch that space. If you are in with some of the media hosts, as I said, for example, I know Libsyn has what they call a destination that sends the file to YouTube. I've been doing that for probably almost the whole, almost 300 episodes with 21st century work life. I think I have one listener (laughs) and it might be a bot. So for me, it hasn't been worth really looking into that. Of course, What I could have done if I wanted to increase my audience on YouTube would be maybe to put some slides up or just do something slightly different, maybe only put a little bit of audio. But I decided that I didn't have, I don't have time for that, as in it's not a priority for me. My people will be in the podcast apps. So I've paid a lot of attention to how people look for individual episodes, for shows, and I think this is also something to be thinking about is that the way the space has exploded over the last couple of years, and especially over the last year, I think, and I'm recording this in mid-October 2021, the way it's exploded means that very soon, I think our podcasts, our wonderful podcasts that we spend so much time 
recording and nurturing, they're going to become a commodity. I think they probably already are. So in the same way as when we are looking for a blog post or for information, for written information, and we Google it and we come across an article, we read it, and then we close the tab. Sometimes we save it. I use Pocket, great app. But very rarely, and I don't know if you agree, do I find myself subscribing to that blog or going back to that blog just to see what they've got. The internet has become this amazing source of information. We look for something. Sometimes we don't even know who's, you know, maybe it looks okay, the site, but we don't bother to even see who's really behind it. And that's it. And I think and I suspect and the way in which apps are being built and uh, updated more than anything, it really does seem that that's going to happen with podcasting. And of course, many people already do that. They will search in a podcast app for something they're looking for. An episode comes out. They might be useful or not. Maybe they subscribe to that podcast or not. So I think we've got to know that this is happening. It's it's not great, <laughs> but but it is what it is. It's also, it's good for discover, uh, discoverability because it means that someone looking for something specific can come across us, but also it means that they may listen to an episode and never come back again just because that's it. Anyway, so with YouTube also going into podcasts, and I believe, again, I don't use the platform much, but I believe that that's what happens in YouTube. You go into, you watch a uh, a video about something you're interested in that then says, how about these other videos that have nothing to do with what you've already been watching and they're hosted by someone else, completely different style sometimes. And that might start to happen more and more. Indeed, the Apple Podcasts app already seems to be focusing on episodes a lot more than it was, more than on shows. Something else worth thinking about while we're talking about this is the way in which potential listeners might land on our shows. So, there was a lot of uh, chatter in the space some time ago when we started to hear that Google was starting to search and see how they could search audio. And that's when I started at the beginning of especially 21st century work life, I started to say what we were going to cover, like just give a little bit more detail. Some of you are probably thinking, well, don't you do that all the time? Uh, kind of, but now I'm doing it much more consciously. And the idea being that that might be searchable more than bits of the conversation. So again, something to think about is just not how we're searching now, but how we might be searching in the future. And this is, I mean, I'm, I'm not coming up with these thoughts. I've gathered them from the space. So I think that's going to be it for this little piece on YouTube podcasts. Let's switch platforms, but let's stay in the platform space. Recently with Anchor, which is a media host a platform that is free, and that's why it's always been very um, well known for in the space more than anything that it's free. And then it was acquired by Spotify. So Anchor and Spotify are very closely linked. And they've just added to their shows the ability to put a poll or a question and answers box with each episode that will only appear in Spotify. And really interested in one of their articles by Anchor. They're saying, well, it would be great if more platforms did this. And I agree. I agree. We do need a, a tighter space to be able to communicate with you, dear listeners, <laughs> for you with your audience. And this is this is quite a good feature. 
So I've started to, I've, I went into Gastronostalgia, which is our new show, which is uh, hosted on Anchor. And I've added some polls and some question and answer. And I'll tell you a little bit. I'll tell you now, actually, I was going to say I'll tell you later. So Gastro Nostalgia is a show in Spanish about the pleasure of talking about food. And the first episode is, guess what? It's all about the pleasure of talking about food. So I've just put a little poll saying, do you enjoy talking about food? And some answers that go yes and no and in between. And then I've asked a question, why do you like, why do you enjoy talking about food? So I'll report back, of course, like this show, it's a new podcast, so it's going to take a while until we build an audience. However, because at the beginning, we're going to have lots of our friends listening, and a lot of our friends love talking about food. I hope we'll get some replies, but I'll report back on how that's working. And then finally, Descript, which is an editing app. And it's more than that. I think this script is really playing with the audio space. Now, if I understand correctly, you can, in this script, you can edit audio like you would in any audio program. So looking at the audio waves, or you can edit the words. So it will do a transcription, sorry, a transcript, and then you can edit the words. So for example, if I say this week, oh, sorry, I start again. This week, right, so there's two ways that I can edit that. I can either do that in the wave form. So I look and I listen and I go, okay, this bit needs to go. Or there's a transcript and I spot the bits that I want to remove. This time, oh, sorry, whatever it was. And I delete that pretty much like how you would edit a Word document. So that might be of use to some of you. I think if you've been editing audio for a while, it might do your head in a bit. But if you're completely new to the space, check it out because I do hear a lot of people, this is the big hurdle into podcasting is having to sit down with an editing program and editing audio. So this might be better. I've also heard um, podcasters who have been editing audio in the classic way say that, yeah, the learning curve is a bit high, but actually they're very impressed. So Descript.com, it's got loads of new things, lots of new features, so it might be worth checking it out. Now, I don't have any uh, affiliation with the script, but I do have affiliation with Buzzsprout, which is where I host this podcast. And so if you're looking for a media host, I recommend Buzzsprout and I have an affiliate link, which means that if you sign up to any of their paid programs, you are supporting this show as well if you do it through my affiliate link. So it will be in the show notes. Right, so I think I'm doing quite well in keeping this episode definitely under 20 minutes. This was my goal. So I'll come now to my personal updates and gastronostalgia. We've published the first two episodes. Really interesting. I forgot about some of the process, even though I've gone through it with loads of shows and with this one before gastro. I'm going to call it gastro. And uh, I think, well, I think I need to do a checklist. So at some point I will put together an episode release checklist that you can also have. I will use it. I will use it with my clients, but you can also have it if you listen to the show. And it's 
great fun to have a new show because there's so much energy behind it. And my co-host, Tomas, is a social media person. <laughs> he's a community manager by profession. He's also a journalist. So he's put up all the show notes, little, he's put little um, summaries of the episodes. He's doing all the social media. No one is following us on Twitter, but Instagram apparently is going a little bit better. <laughs> and it's just a joy to just be looking after the podcast itself. What we've done, we've recorded also, we've recorded the first now eight episodes, I think. And as you know, we're releasing them one a week and it's a, a course of a menu. So first course, second course dessert and coffee that's the uh, what our episodes are like we've recorded the intro and the outro and we've done variations of that because there's two of us of course in the in the show so we've done that we need to re-record that because Tomas's audio the way he was using the microphone means he sounds really removed and that for me is really interesting as a as a podcast coach well coach or, or advisor, whatever you want to call me, because I really struggled with um, trying to understand how much his environment was um, affecting his recording. So I didn't want to ask him to change his environment because he's doing it in his bedroom and uh, it, it's difficult to know what's going to help, what not. He's got a big window next to him, etc. However, it was actually the position of the mic I didn't know what kind of mic he had. I mean, this is terrible. I can't believe I'm sharing this with you if you want to work with me. But um, he was just using the microphone wrong, basically. He was talking to it in the wrong place. And it just took him to really come towards the microphone when the microphone had changed position to me to go, hey, that is it. You've got that kind of microphone and you're using it in a different way. So that is it. And listening back now, it's funny how you... You work on the show and it's like, oh, it sounds, well, it's okay, we'll let it go. And then you listen it, to it in the Spotify app and you go, no, that's not acceptable. So we'll re-record that, which just means playing a little bit with the, what we've already got for the intro. I'm not going to put the intro back in the first four episodes. I'm just going to leave that like that. I really think we can't be too precious about the first few episodes because we've just got to go if we're always waiting to get those perfect then we're never going to get beyond episode four and for you who are experimenting with podcasting for the first time I think this is quite important and it could mean that even though you're so excited about your show that you don't tell that many people at the beginning until you've got a few episodes behind you and just see see what the organic listenership is of that. Just just wait a little bit. I wouldn't be in a rush unless you're really committing to your podcast at the beginning, which for most people that I'm talking to, and especially those in the coaching training space, it's not going to be their priority. But it's important to get going. And then you can always, if you if it really bothers you, you can come back. Make sure you're very disciplined which, with how you're saving and storing and archiving your work so that it's easy to come back to. But look, I wouldn't bother too much. So we've got to do that. But we, but, but I think that moving forward is worth us spending maybe another hour working on this. And the other thing we've done, we recorded a whole load of little assets. So for example, we got both Tomas and myself separately to say, starter main course, <laughs> things like that, just so that then we can start to, when we put together the full menu or even at the beginning of each episode, we've got 
that introduction, that header. And I think it works quite well like that. So we're trying also to record those audio assets. We've got him saying uh, bon appetit, then I'm saying it. And we've got bits that we might not use, but we've got them. So we've recorded those assets. And I think I've got time just to share the intro with us, just so that you can hear what I mean about the audio and just also just to share our introduction. So here it is. Gastronostalgia. Hablar de comida es un placer. Soy Tomás Loyola. Y yo soy Pilar Ortí. Y en este podcast hablamos de comida, de su historia, su psicología, su sociología... Y del placer de comer. Además, compartiré alguna que otra receta cuando la ocasión lo amerite, porque aquí se viene a disfrutar y a despertar los sentidos. Esto es Gastronostalgia. Be interesting to uh, hear what you think of that and adventuresinpodcasting.com. If you have any other questions about podcasting or getting your first few episodes out there, send them through. And of course, if you need to hire any help, I'm here to help you get your act together, even record your first few episodes. If you need a co-host, I'm for hire. And if you want to host and if you'd like someone just to take all the hard work off your shoulders, if you are in the learning and development profession, I can do that. So adventuresinpodcasting.com. Also, just to say, I've also been experimenting today to see how much sound, how much background noise comes through this microphone today. I haven't got my usual canvas a standing thing behind me. So you might hear my my husband uh, making some noise. So uh, uh, that'd be interesting as well. I won't know until I edit of what it's like, but in case you're interesting, uh, interested, this is a Rode NT-USB microphone and it's pretty good at bringing through just the sound of my voice, but we shall see how, how much fidgeting in the background you can hear. Well, my darling podcasters, these are my thoughts and adventures for today. But the more important question is, have you got any thoughts or adventures you would like to share with myself and maybe even with the listeners? You can email me on p at adventuresinpodcasting.com. And of course, adventuresinpodcasting.com has all the information on all the ways that I can help you if you would like some help to set up your first show or if you would like some feedback on your show I will be happy to do that as well so you can find out everything about me there I've also got a blog you might find a couple of blog posts that are of interest my name is Pilar Orti thank you for listening and happy podcasting